Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Cargofield Talks. My name's Rob Taylor, and I'm the headmaster at Cargofield School. We're a prep school based in Barnton to the northwest edge of Edinburgh. We're about to celebrate our 150th anniversary, and over this time our school has developed into one of the leading prep schools in Scotland and the north of England. And this podcast today is the second in a nursery series aimed at parents of younger children. We've already discussed how we communicate with parents and what communication is important. And today we're going to be looking at emerging literacy for nursery aged children. Cargofield has a thriving nursery of 45 children aged between three and five. We're very lucky to have fantastic space on site and facilities for our younger children, second to none in Edinburgh. But also, we benefit from a very experienced and stable team of nursery practitioners. And I'm delighted to be joined today by Elaine Murray, who's an experienced member of our team, who's going to join in our conversation about nursery literacy. Thank you, Elaine. Welcome. Thank you. Um, Now, I'm an English teacher. Literacy, I, I think of literacy as being... Reading, writing, speaking and listening. Is is that the same at the nursery end? That's correct. Everything involved in literacy has to include all of those four components. Fabulous. And and I suppose the, the million dollar question is, is reading and writing, which comes first? Well, we tend to think that mark making comes first and praising children for everything that they do, um, which encourages them to give us more. Um, learning to write their own names um, is a, a start to that. Um, so, it, so it's a, it's an element of of writing, but 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 at a very simple level to start with, just just making marks on the page, making marks with paint with large crayons, and then reducing the size of the implement that they use, um, and getting finer detail each time. And there must then come a point for some children who are becoming more confident with that, who are starting, so they've written their own names. Are they then able to form individual letters? They can do that, and they're they're using the correct formation at this point. They're using the correct pencil grip. They've developed their muscle control, um, which can be quite tiring, so you have to give them some time for that. And how do you how do you develop that sort of when you say it's tiring? How how are you de- developing the stamina to be able to to write? Well, we encourage good posture because that's that's giving them the core uh, muscle strength to sit at a desk and and hold the pencil correctly, and their hand eye coordination um, just have, has to be given time to develop. Fabulous. I've seen children down in the nursery and in primary one with using Play-Doh. And what, how, does, how does that work? Well, Play-Doh strengthens their fine motor control um, from rolling and pressing and kneading the, the Play-Doh. So they, they become finer controlled with um, what they produce from that. And that really helps them move towards their, their pencil grip. Fantastic. Excellent. So... That's the start of writing from mark making through to writing their letters. And the, 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 what, sort, what sort of letters? Are we doing capital letters or? Initially, when we see the children writing, they write their names in capital letters, which, which is fine because that's a standalone, very important um, reference to them. But what we're looking for are the lowercase letters. Um, the initial sound letters that they would then need moving on to school. 
and they have to start they have to start in a particular place have, to, to, to write those yes they do um, there's a pattern to that and each one is taught individually um, so that's how going through p1 as well I imagine yeah. that's that's a skill that will carry on through p1 so so that's writing if we then move on to reading how how are you how are you? I'm, I should. I feel I should know this as an English teacher, but I. But I've. I've never actually been involved in teaching a child to learn to read. So, how do you get a child ready to start to read? Well, in nursery we have a, a wide range of books, and we develop their interest in books and print. Um, we read aloud to the children. We let the children take charge of the books, um, turning the pages. We take our time. Um, we encourage the print awareness around them. Um, in other areas of the nursery on signs. Um, so print, print awareness, what do you, what do you print, mean by print that? Print awareness is they're, they're looking for the letters that we're teaching them. If we're teaching them a specific sound, they can start looking around the room and finding it for themselves. Um, we try to um, encourage that when they're um, with their parents um, on journeys to, to nursery, um, finding things on signs like shop signs and... Um, car registrations we, we try and encourage them to keep looking around them and finding reference to print so they're always finding things that that they can be reading and so so we've we started to get them interested in book how, how does that how does that carry on um by developing their interest in print um, encourage them to uh, listen to stories act them out um, use puppets to make stories, um, learning about the beginning, middle and end of books, um, their ability to predict stories. Um, they can listen to a story and then if you stop at a certain spot, they can predict the ending of the story. And that, they find that really exciting. And how the pictures can support this, they can talk about the pictures and try and guess what's going to happen next. So they're, they're really owning books and I imagine that there'd be quite a few parents I remember with my eldest when I was wanting to start reading with him um, how would you encourage parents to start reading with their children well I think you have to start with the child and their interests but some of the the traditional tales are the way to start because they've got a good rhythm um, and the children get familiar with them and try and Stay with that book for a while till they can actually recite the book themselves. Don't move on too quickly. Um, and they remember words because they they often end in rhymes, don't they? That's as well, correct. so that's yeah, so that that's that's helpful. Now you were, you were chatting to me last week about about the pie Corbett technique, which I, I I must admit I'd never heard of. So talk talk me through that. How does that work? Well, we have a lot of fun with pie Corbett. Um, for example, we might choose the three little pigs pig story. And we read the story to the children and then we um, lay out a piece of paper on the floor and we show them where the story would start and we walk them through the story and then they illustrate um, parts of the story. And then the next day we might change the setting, um, but we keep the characters the same and the, or the ne- and the next day we might change the characters and we might ultimately change the end so that they, they develop an awareness of how the story progresses it's got um, characters events and settings so they start to develop their own and but by changing one part of the story they're um, having they're having to adapt to it and, un- and understand what's going on now that 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 that, that, that makes a lot of sense um 
the other question I could imagine parents wanting to ask is, is, is there an age at which this should be happening for my child? Well, every child has their own de- developmental timeline. So um, it's really when the child is ready themselves. Um, boys can be more interested in the superheroes and magazines and things like that. So we've introduced things like that to help children uh, come into the story corner that may not approach it. So definitely tap into their interests and and go with the child's Find, find what they're interesting. And I, but I imagine that there'll be some children who are more ready than others, perhaps those who've got older siblings Absolutely. and therefore surrounded by books more frequently. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'd... It's it's fascinating, I have to say, and and given what I do within my own teaching, fascinating to hear just how these things start. I I want to say a huge thank you to you for all that you're doing for our children and to thank those of you that have joined us to listen to our podcast. Please do feel feel free to pop into the Cargofield Nursery and ask more questions about how children start to learn to read and write. We'd love to welcome you. So for the moment, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. Um, we hope you found some of that useful and we will be back with you soon. Next time, we're going to be talking about how numeracy, numbers uh, and the world of maths starts for nursery aged children. For the moment, though, thank you for joining us on Cargofield Talks. <laughs>